Marlowe's Tavern features the best of the best in American tavern fare, served in a contemporary atmosphere. Enjoy fresh and seasonal chef-inspired creations and unwind with one of their handcrafted cocktails. Marlowe's Tavern is perfect for a business lunch, a quick bite with the family, or a special event. Join us for an experience that is genuinely yours. We invite you to find your neighborhood Marlowe's Tavern at marlowestavern.com. Did you know Marlowe's Tavern also caters? Visit marlowescatering.com to find out more. And for our listeners in Duluth and Buford, be sure to contact Samantha Gooley directly. You can reach her at 770-622-2034. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Member Spotlight. Member Spotlight is a monthly radio show and podcast of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. My name is Sarah Persing, and I am the Membership Services Manager with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, and we are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Each month, we like to feature and highlight um, businesses and business leaders who are members of the Gwinnett Chamber, and this month, we are very excited to showcase some of our winners of our recent Moxie Awards. Uh, The Moxie Awards are built for women who are bold in business, um, and they recognize women who are making it happen. So, today we have... Terry Jondahl with CAB Incorporated. She is our Moxie Award Influence winner. This recognition goes to a woman who is making her mark in a field that is traditionally male-dominated. She is a true trailblazer. Next, we have Alyssa Davis with the Sugarloaf CID. Um, She is our Moxie Award winner for the On the Rise Award. This young professional is a force to be reckoned with, and if you've ever met her, you cannot deny that. We can't wait to see what's on the horizon for Alyssa as her career continues to evolve. Um, And finally, we have Miss Pam Ledbetter with Accent Creative Group. She is our Moxie Award Enlightened Employer winner. This kudos goes to a company that has made positive changes to its workplace culture. It assists in advancing women while providing support for gender diversity and equality. Congratulations, ladies. It's so exciting. Um, Such a great honor, and we are so thankful for you joining us today on Member Spotlight. Um, Really quickly, we are going to begin with Ms. Terry Jondal of CAB Incorporated. Ms. Terry, tell us a little bit about your company and about you, your role and what you do in your role. Thanks. Uh, I'm the CEO of CAB Incorporated and the majority shareholder, and we're an industrial products company that's focused on iron and steel products that are precision machined that go into things like piping systems, um, windmills, automotive components, agriculture, mining, construction. Um, typically they're parts that are, are very uh, precision oriented and so when you think of them as iron and steel and you think oh well that's um, it sounds easy enough no this is more on the high end of um, there's lots of ways you can screw it up and our job as CAB is to get it right and we're headquartered here in in Buford Georgia but I have a factory in Texas and in Washington State, and then we have engineering and quality offices in China, India, um, and we also do business in Vietnam, South Korea, and we have a distribution operation in South Africa. Wow. That's awesome. 
So tell us this, what does winning this particular Moxie Award mean to you and to CAB Incorporated? For me, the whole concept of the Moxie Awards in Gwinnett has been great because there hasn't been a way to recognize specifically all of the great women in the county. And this, I loved the concept of Moxie and it's kind of in my DNA. Um, but I love the fact that we get in a room with 350 women who are all just full of energy and they're making stuff happen. And I'm all about that. Awesome. Awesome. So you have been recognized as a woman who is making her mark in a field that is traditionally male dominated. Talk to us a little bit about the challenges that you have faced. Well, I can tell you in the early 80s when I first got involved in the iron and steel business, uh, there were not a lot of us around. And what I found was uh, two things. I had to make darn sure that I knew as much or more, usually more, than whoever else was out there. And, and when I got involved in selling, I love sales, but technically I had to be as, I had to be able to knock them off their feet with the information and that really helped and humor helps and um and i'm i'm pretty good at at trying to figure out how to uh, break the ice with folks on that so so for me it was about making them comfortable initially in, in those days it's still in pretty much any field is all about getting the job done well and if you're focused on the customer and doing the right thing for your customers and all your other stakeholders I always think about my employees and their families and and the business and the bank and everybody who has a, a role in the operation um, directly or indirectly all of that weighs into decisions I make so doing the right thing is is really critical so absolutely what advice would you give a young woman who may be interested in a career also in a traditionally male-dominated industry a couple of things. In my view, any business can benefit from an understanding of quality systems and process control. If you're able to go in when you have a problem, whether you're in the, the radio business, the chamber business, the medical business, or the, uh, the steel business, when a problem comes up, if you're able to dive in and, and use normal quality procedures of, of determining the root cause analysis and then establishing how do we correct this and how do we keep it from happening so that you can get a sustainable process in whatever your business is, that's the secret to winning. Awesome. And where can people find out more about CAB Incorporated? Well, since we spent so much time redoing our website in the last few years, I would recommend our website, uh, cabinc.com, because we put a lot of, of great information for um, both technical uh, pieces, but also we've got sections about our team members and, and who they are so you can learn a bit more about each, each of us. Awesome. Well, thank you, Miss Terry. You're welcome. Alrighty, our next guest is Alyssa Davis with the Sugarloaf CID. Hi, Alyssa. Hi. Tell us a little bit more about the Sugarloaf CID and what you do in your role. In your role. Sure. So um, CID stands for Community Improvement District. I'm the executive director of the Sugarloaf CID. So a community improvement district is a group of commercial property owners who have voluntarily decided to 
pay an extra property tax to make improvements in the area. So we represent the area around the Infinite Energy Center, um, sh properties on Sugarloaf Parkway and Satellite Boulevard. We have amazing assets in our community. The Gwinnett Chamber is in the Sugarloaf CID, um, the Infinite Energy Center, as I mentioned. Um, we have tons of great restaurants, retail, awesome businesses who are great corporate citizens and um, you know a lot of property owners who care deeply about the future of the area and that's why they're investing in it so our goal is to make sure it's a safe area it's an area that's attractive and people want to hang out and be there and that it's easier to get around so we um, use the money um, raised by the commercial property owners to um, fund improvements such as security cameras we do transportation traffic improvements um, we have a extensive trail network planned, planning for future transit expansion, and um, then landscaping, signage, beautification, creating that sense of place that makes it a place people want to be. And really what the property owners are paying in is an investment because we're able to take the money that they contribute and leverage it with other funds. So we're bringing in money from local, state, federal resources to the area that would not be coming there otherwise. Awesome. Awesome. That's very enlightening because... Um, working in the same building with you i know i know about what the sugar Life cid does but it's it's nice to hear a little bit more um in depth what you guys are really kind of grasping on in in our little area our little slice of paradise as i call it um so tell us what does winning the moxie award mean to you and to your organization um well it was a huge honor i was very surprised um because there were so many uh, awesome people nominated in every category in the category I was nominated in. So, um, and one, so it was, it was a great honor. Um, you know, it's uh, every, there are so many people I know who are working hard. And so it's always nice to be recognized. It's, it's awesome that the chamber is recognizing all the work that the amazing women in Gwinnett are doing like the women around this table and many others. So um, it's, it's very much appreciated to recognize the work of the women in Gwinnett, and I was honored to to be a part of that. Oh, okay. So you won the On the Rise Award, which goes to a young professional who is a force to be reckoned with. Um, what motivates you, and where do you see yourself going? So I think um, something about young professionals is uh, they tend to be more idealistic the younger you are the more idealistic you are and I think the, as you start to get older you start to get more cynical and I'm trying to keep my idealism but um, I think you know um, young professionals see that the way things are aren't always the way they have to be they ask the questions just they don't say oh we've always done it that way so we'll keep doing it that way young professionals are looking at how do we make things better how do we make the community that we live and work and play in better. And so, um, you know, and that's a big part of what the Sugarloaf CID is doing. Um, we're working on making things, uh, making it easier to get around, making it safer, making it nicer now, but we're also thinking about the future mm -hmm. and what we want to have in the future. So, you know, um, as young professionals move into leadership positions, you know, thinking about how we can uh, make the changes we want to see possible. Awesome. Um, and tell us where people can find out more about Sugar Life CID and some of the projects that you guys have been involved in. Um, yeah, so our website is a great place, sugarloafcid.org. Um, there's information on there. We send out a monthly newsletter, so um, you can sign up on our website for that. And um, 
you can come to the Sugarloaf CID board meetings. They are open to the public. Um, and I should have mentioned we have an awesome board of directors um, and they, you know, all pay into the CID as property owners. They volunteer their time. They work really hard um, because they care about the community. So uh, we have um, board meetings uh, the second Thursday of the month at 9.30 a.m. and they're at the chamber. So you're welcome to come to those. And then we are on social media. So for the latest updates, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Alyssa. And on to our third guest, Miss Pam Ledbetter with Accent Creative Group. Hello. Hi. Okay, Miss Pam, tell us a little bit about Accent Creative Group and what you do specifically in your role. Okay, so I am the founder of Accent Creative Group, and we actually started the company in 2004 as a publishing company. Um, since then, we've diversified our services and have grown and expanded. Um, we, we call our office the Accent Manor, and it truly is a 1907 Annabellum Plantation home. And so we um, house a lot of creatives and we have a lot of fun. So we have graphic designers, we have writers, social media specialists, event planners, um, and so on that help manage um, the different projects that come in to us for our various clients. And it's just fun to work with them. I can't do graphic design. I'm not a writer. Um, but a lot of those creatives tend to be um, a little bit more on the humble side about their creative work. And I love to kind of tout that creativity. It's something I'm, I'm always jealous of that I can't do. So love it. Same, Miss Pam. Same. Yes. <laughs> so tell us what winning the Moxie Award means to you as well as to Accent Creative. Oh, I'm still on cloud nine. I, um, um, it has been amazing. Um, like the other ladies had said, we work so hard to grow our businesses and um, to be recognized and especially in a room full of such accomplished ladies really um, was a big honor. When I saw who we were, was also in our category, um, you know, it was a stretch for us to get it. We're a smaller business with 12 of us. And um, so I was quite surprised. And um, I have to say, we've been feeling the love ever since with cards and flowers and people just congratulating us. So it's been um, great. So we were real appreciative. Awesome. I will say it was a fantastic group of finalists. I read the finalists list going down and I was just like, this is awesome. This is great. And like Terry, the whole moxie premise. I Absolutely. love feisty. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So you won the Enlightened Employer Award, which, like I said earlier, goes to a company that has made positive changes to its workplace culture while advancing women. Tell us a little bit about the culture at Accent Creative Group. So for women, we are, um, gosh, I think um, really making great strides um, for women in, in the workforce. Um, and I can give you a couple examples of that. Um, I had a, a young lady that was a client of ours, um, and she had gotten laid off. And um, I never heard from her. And she was a great client, always so detailed, so organized. I enjoyed working with her. And so I called her up to see where she had moved to and what, what company she was working at. And she said, and I said, and why didn't you call me so I could hire you? And she says, well, I'm eight months pregnant. And I said, that wouldn't stop me from hiring you. I know your work ethic. I know the kind of work that you can put out. Um, and so I hired her at eight months pregnant. So um, that's kind of a testimony in itself. But um, we try to create an environment, especially when you have creatives that are, you know, constantly have to 
come up with creative ideas and, and brainstorming and try to think outside the box. Um, there's a lot that you can see online now. It's very different than my other business marketing potentials that was founded before the internet. Mm -hmm. um, so, so times have changed. I think in our culture, um, gosh, just it starts off with um, the team that you hire. We all get a Gumby. And I go through a whole Gumby philosophy. Everyone has one on their desk. It's part of the orientation. And it's something where we talk about stretching ourselves, um, not only to grow um, and, and to expand our knowledge in the field, but also to stretch ourselves to service our clients, to help out each other, bending over backwards. Um, and so our Gumbies get in different positions. And so we, um, we really talk a whole lot about the whole Gumby mentality. Um, and then we also create an environment um, that is that is fun. The manor is what we call it, and people come and rent the manor just for creative brainstorming. We have the lab, which is a room with just all whiteboard walls and collaborative workspace, and it's got desks that go up and down that you can use, and a massage chair. We've got the parlor um, that has touchdown stations and a hot pink tufted sofa, and then we've got the think tank, and that's our brainstorming room, and part of brainstorming is um, Play-Doh for the tactile. We have um, bright, vivid colors. This is all been researched um, and of course we have sweets so you got to have the candy too so we've created this fun environment in our rec room where we have ping pong and um, Galaga and Pac-Man and that kind of thing so we do take breaks as a team um, and and I think it helps us constantly kind of reinvigorate our um, staff and our and our creative thinking. I want to come hang out at the manor. You got to come check I us out. I will. <laughs> I will. Don't tempt me with a good time. Okay, so tell us um, where do you see Accent Creative um, in about five or ten years, or both? Gosh, well, I'm hoping that I'm retired, living like Terry on the lake with my jet ski and my boat, and um, and that um, members of my team are running the organization, and that I'm still a part of that, and um, continually driving it and promoting the business and having those relationships with the clients. But our company is definitely in this stage of um, pr fairly rapid growth, um, which is exciting. Um, so there's a lot of balls to juggle, but I would say that um, we're being real intentional going after certain industry segments. Hospitality and tourism is a great niche for us, mm -hmm. um, and I've invested pretty heavily in that and joining some of those organizations statewide and also the Southeast Tourism, which is 12 states. Um, but we also, I've, my, I myself have attended the Southeastern Tourism Marketing College, which is a three-year program, and this past May I graduated from that program where I was a student up at UNG Dahlonega, um, and yes, I had to bring everything, my sheets, my towels, mm -hmm. my, <laughs> my lamp, everything to in my dorm room, and my lofted bed, so it was interesting, but um, it was a real commitment, and I have um, another girl that graduates this year, this May, and then I have another one starting this May, so we're going to continuously fill that pipeline um, so that we can learn more about that industry and network in that industry. Well, when you get your jet skis and everything, call me. Yes. I'll come riding with you. <laughs> so tell us where people can find out more about Accent Creative Group and some of the projects that you guys have worked on. Okay. They can go to um, accentcreativegroup.com, which is our website, um, and learn a little bit more and see our portfolio of work. And, of course, follow us on Instagram. Um, we have It's accent underscore manner for Instagram or Accent Creative Group for Facebook. Um, and then we, we also are doing some things on YouTube that will be coming out, too, that you'll see. Um, so we're 
excited. Awesome. Awesome. Um, to continue our, our moxie talk, I wanted to open a question to everybody and everybody answer it individually. Um, this is one I'll make you think on your feet. What, who is a, a woman with moxie that you admire that has kind of shaped who you are as a professional? Start with me. Who, anybody that wants to go <laughs> first? Go. Okay, go for it. So I would have to say my mom, and I know that's probably an answer that a lot of people give, but my mom, um, she was the epitome um, of a moxie, feisty um, woman, five foot even, um, very career driven, um, and was a single mom. And, um, and so we did a lot of traveling young when she was married to my father, but they divorced um, when I was three. Um, but my mom was tough with me. Now, of course, it wasn't fun when I was a kid. Um, in fact, friends called her the drill sergeant. Um, but she really prepared me for real life and helped instill some confidence in me um, by making me kind of basically go through the hard times and figure them out on my own and be resourceful at times. And so, um, and my mom was great in, in her career. Unfortunately, she passed away um, at the age of 55, too young. Um, but I learned an awful lot from her and it still resonates today, so. Alyssa? Yeah, so I would say, uh, it's funny because the first thing I thought of was my mom. Um, so, um, and my mom, uh, so she had a t totally different career. She was a teacher, high school teacher, and then preschool teacher. Um, and so I've learned a lot, and now I have a 16-month-old, so <laughs> mm -hmm. learning still from her. Um, and my grandmother, actually, too, um, is somewhat a woman who I look up to. She and my grandfather started a publishing company um and you know they were both grew up you know depression era you know that was the era they were born and and kind of worked their way up and um you know my grandfather always called her the bookkeeper but she was really the one who he was the like face idea friendly shaking all the hands she was really the one who kept everything moving and so um you know seeing the work work ethic um of her has really made an impression on me. I think that all of us as women tend to have a warm spot in our heart for our mamas. And <laughs> I have to say that all the time growing up when I was fiercely arguing with, with my mom, I realized later in life, she, she passed away in 2002 at about 61, I think. And I remember when uh, doing the eulogy, I can remember writing notes about what my mom was all about. And I look back and realize that my father was the big figure in our life. He was the county sheriff. And my mom, even though she was director of the housing authority, she was yeah. not the high profile one. In fact, she hated public speaking, but she was a tiger. And there was nothing that came up that she didn't think couldn't be done. There was, you know, if she ran into a hurdle, she just naturally went over it or around it. She always figured out something. And I think that that is probably one of the key enablers for me has been to be able to just say, hey, don't tell me no, because I'm going to show you, yeah, it can be done. And, and I think that that came from... Um, uh, largely from her. When I look at women out in the world that... I'm impressed with you can pretty much look at uh, all of the major corporate figures out there but one that that comes to mind from when I lived in Texas 10 years was uh, Ann Richards the governor of Texas 
she was so brilliant in she was absolutely um very she was always able to get the job done without messing around but she was also funny and i love the fact that this woman could stand up there and and bring people to action and uh, in a way that made us all think that is a powerful woman and when you get that feeling from someone there's something about it that empowers you so awesome awesome those are great answers um the last question that i want to open up to all of you is um think about from the time you started your career to now and what piece of advice would you give yourself way back when when you started working when you started working in the in the field that you're in now I'll go. Go for um, it, Ms. Pam. I would have to say persistence and determination. Um, it is so easy to give up. Um, and I think that, you know, there's been so many different mentors in my life. I've always formed an advisory board for, for myself, actually. Every time I've had a business, this is my seventh. Um, and I learn. And um, that persistence and, and kind of going through those hardships or those hurdles and just knowing that you're going to get through it. Um, so I think that don't give up and just keep being persistent. But have those mentors in your life that can help be those guiders because they've probably been there, done that, and can offer some great advice. I have different mentors from different walks of life that um, – you know, ones that might be stronger in the financial um, segment or managing employees or um, how to get out there and deal with difficult client situations. And so I have different ones that I call from time to time just to give me advice. So I would say the mentorship and the persistence. Awesome. Alyssa? Um, so I actually started out in a different industry before I came to this one. I did Teach for America after college. That's that <laughs> idealism in me. Um, and I was in that, you know, I don't know what I want to do with my life phase. And um, then discovered city planning, which led me to the CID. So I would say, you know, it's you don't have to have it all figured out. You know, I think a lot of times people feel like they have to, you know, you go to college and then you know what job you're going to and then you go on to this thing and that thing. I think, you know, opportunities will come your way and it's important to say yes to, you know, the people who you meet along the way, the mentors to to take that, it, you know, and it's not like you have to go up to somebody and say, or, you know, can I be your mentor just find people who are the kind of people you want to be like and and learn from them and take those opportunities and you know say yes to the to the chances you get to do leadership programs and things like that I mean I will say the you know leadership Gwinnett um, regional leadership institute those kind of opportunities have made such a big difference in my career and so I think being open and willing to to those experiences you know it takes time away from your life and your family but um, it it really is a great way to grow in your career so you know be open to those experiences and say yes I think um, absolutely being open to new experiences all along the way it's those opportunities that tend to uh, yield more results I think being comfortable with uncertainty is something that folks have really had to learn in the last 10 to 20 years absolutely the downturn of 08 through was a slow motion process through Todd. for us through 2012 or so um, the downturn came to me as a personal shock because I had been raised to believe that the Great Depression could never happen again, that controls had been put into place in government that would 
prohibit and markets that would prohibit such wild swings. So when we got hit by that, the huge lesson that I learned was winter always returns. And so anybody who will listen, I'll tell them that, you know, as young people, winter always returns and you need to be prepared for it. When we went into the downturn, we were heavily in debt and which was the way that you did business. And um, so we had a really deep hole to dig out of to make it through that. And, and we barely made it through. And I will tell you that when somebody says lonely at the top, you don't know lonely at the top until you're leading an organization through that kind of downturn because there is That's no hard. counsel you can get from anybody who understands your business. You have to stay awake at night and figure it out on your own. So, so I think winter always returns is the most thing, the most important thing to prepare yourself for in all aspects of life. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much to all three of you for joining us today. Again, we had Miss Terry Jondal with CAB Incorporated. We had Alyssa Davis with Sugarloaf CID, and we had Miss Pam Ledbetter with the Accent Creative Group. This has been the Gwinnett Chambers Radio Show and Podcast Member Spotlight on Business Radio X. You can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Member Spotlight. Until next time, I'm Sarah Persing, and you've been listening to Member Spotlight on Business Radio X. Mm-hmm.